Welcome to Living Cells, our new podcast. Here in the cast, Sebastian Romero, Jorge Surek, and Juan Jose Mayarino. And today, our special guest is the Colombian neurologist Ricardo Surek. Our subject for today are brain cells, but to understand this subject, we first need to know what they are. So, what are brain cells? Brain cells are a group of different cells that form the brain and are composed of neurons, the one we will be focusing on today. Glia, astrocytes, microglia, and oligodendrocytes. All these are important to our brain function and the nervous system. Hey Sebastian, you're doing the corner. Let's talk. How does this relate to our class? Well, Juancho, it's important to understand this subject because brain cells are important and essential for the human body's survival. Jorge, now that we are on this subject, what is the difference between neurons and brain cells? Well, Sebastian, it is necessary to make the distinction between a brain cell and a neuron. A brain cell can be any cell that conforms the brain, while neurons are a specific type of brain cells that transmit electrical impulses. They are nerve cells. One of the subjects we will be talking about is brain tumor. A brain tumor can form in the brain cells or it can begin elsewhere and spread to the brain. As the tumor grows, it creates pressure and changes the function of the surrounding brain tissue. It is important to know that brain cells don't reproduce like any other cell in the body would do. Most brain cells come with you when you are born and develop throughout your childhood. Because brain cells do not reproduce, sometimes damage to the brain can be irreparable. When we come back, Colombian neurologist Ricardo Zurek will talk all about brain cells. We'll be right back with more Living Cells. We recently talked to Colombian neurologist Ricardo Surek and our first question to start off was what is the function of neurons and brain cells within the human body? Here is his response in Spanish and a short summary made by Juan Jose Mayarino. del sistema nervioso cuya función principal es recibir, procesar y transmitir información a través de señales químicas y eléctricas gracias a la excitabilidad eléctrica de su membrana plasmática. is the cell that is the main complement of the nervous system, whose main function is to receive, process, and transmit information throughout the chemical and electrical signals, thanks to the electrical excitability of its plasma membrane. We also asked him about the difference between brain cells or neurons and any other human body cell. Here is his response and after that Juan Jose Mayarino's summary of his answer. La diferencia entre las células del cuerpo 
que las llamamos somáticas y las neuronas son A. Las neuronas son no se reproducen a diferencia de otras células somáticas B. Gracias a la excitabilidad eléctrica de la membrana plasmática de la neurona puede recibir, procesar y transmitir información a diferencia de las otras células del organismo. Between the cells of the body that we call somatics and neurons are A. The neurons do not reproduce. B. Thanks to the electrical flexibility of the plasma membrane, the neuron can receive, process, and transmit information, unlike the other cells of the body. Our next question we asked him was. How and where is memory stored in the brain? Here is his response, and again, Juan Jose Valdino's summary of what he said. La memoria se guarda en, en grupos neuronales en el cerebro, punto. No se conoce muy bien cuáles son los mecanismos eléctricos, químicos o físicos de guardar la memoria. Lo que sí se sabe es dónde se guarda. Se guarda en el hipocampo, que es un giro cerebral localizado en el lóbulo temporal para la memoria inmediata o reciente. Punto. En el lóbulo frontal se guarda la memoria ejecutiva, que es aquella que ayuda a realizar las tareas diarias. Punto. La memoria visual y la me se guarda en el lóbulo occipito parietal. Memory is stored in neuronal groups in the brain. They do not know very well what are the electrical, chemical, or physical mechanisms of memory storage. What is known is where it is stored, in the hippocampus, which is a celebratory rotation located in the temporal lobe for recent memory. In the frontal lobe, the executive memory is saved, which is the one that helps us perform daily tasks. The visual memory is guarded in the parental occipital lobe in the neurons. We also asked him about unnatural death of neurons and how that could affect your entire body. This was his response. La muerte no natural de las neuronas producen síntomas o signos de acuerdo a donde estén localizadas estas neuronas que se murieron. Las neuronas se mueren cuando hay un daño metabólico, un daño vascular, ya sea por infarto o por hemorragia, por inflamación, por una infección, y los síntomas o signos ocurren de acuerdo a donde estén localizadas. Si son las neuronas motoras del lóbulo frontal, uno va a tener parálisis o debilidad de un brazo, una pierna o del cuerpo. 
si son las neuronas sensitivas va a haber compromiso de la sensibilidad en el cuerpo estas están localizadas en el área parietal si son las neuronas de los núcleos de la base que son el tálamo y los ganglios basales van a haber problemas de movimientos anormales o, o problemas motores principalmente si se encuentra en el área del lenguaje esas neuronas que se murieron va a haber problemas en la expresión y en la comprensión del lenguaje si están en el área visual en el área occipital va a haber problemas en la percepción visual, cegueras parciales o completas. His answer to our question was the following. The unnatural death of the neuron produces symptoms or signs according to where they are located. This happens when there is a metabolic damage, a vascular damage, either by stroke or by hemorrhage, by inflation, by an infection, and the symptoms or signs occur when they are where they are located. If, the, if they are the motor neurons of the frontal lobe, one will have paralysis or weakness of an arm, a leg, or the body. If they are sensitive neurons, there will be a, there will be a compromise of sensitivity in the body. These are located in the parietal area. If they are the neurons of the nuclei of the base, that are the thalamus and the, vas and the vasal ganglia, there will be an abnormal movement problems or motor problems mainly. If it is in the area of language, those neurons that died, there will be problems in the expression and understanding of language. If it is in the visual area, In the occipital area, there will be problems in the visual perception, partial or complete blindness. We also asked him about what can cause irreparable damage in brain cells. Here is his response. cuando se muere eso se llama necrosis neuronal o apoptosis cuando las neuronas no se mueren se alteran pueden tener la posibilidad de recuperarse eso sucede en los procesos de isquemia cerebral no en infartos sino en isquemias cuando las neuronas se mueren se llama necrosis desde el punto de vista patológico o apoptosis cuando se mueren por degeneración y eh, no hay forma de recuperarlas His answer was the following Neurons can cause irreparable damage when they die that is called neuronal necrosis or apoptosis When the neurons do not die, they are altered, they can, they can have the possibility of recovering. This happens in the process of cerebral ischemia, not in heart attacks, but in ischemia. When the neurons die, it is called necrosis from the pathological point of view, or apoptosis when they die due to degeneration and there is no way to recover them.
We also asked him just to clear up whether or not neurons or brain cells reproduce or regenerate. This was his response. Las neuronas no se regeneran o reproducen. His answer was the following, neurons do not reproduce or regenerate, period. We also asked him about how brain tumors could affect our body and the, and the brain's functions. Again, here is his answer and Sebastián Romero's summary of what he said. cerebrales eh, procedentes de las neuronas se llaman neurogliomas generalmente si el tumor es maligno se destruye la neurona entonces de acuerdo a, es, a las neuronas que se destruyan eh, su localización vendrán los síntomas o signos de esa destrucción hay que tener en cuenta que los tumores cerebrales no son todos de origen neuronal hay algunos que son de las meninges que son las cubiertas que cubren el cerebro y se llaman meningiomas otros del tejido glial que es un tejido de soporte de las neuronas y se llaman gliomas y los de las neuronas se llaman neuronomas punto The brain tumors coming from the neurons are called nerve gliomas. Generally, if the tumor is malignant, the neuron is destroyed. Then, according to the neurons that are destroyed, the location will come the symptoms or signs of a destruction. We must have in mind that the brain tumors are not all of neuronal origin. There are some that are of the meninges, that are the covers that cover the brain and are called meningioma. Others of the glial tissue, that is a supporting tissue of the neurons, are called gliomas and those of neurons are called neuronomas. We also asked him about why our body and our brain reacted that way to brain tumors. This is what he said, and then after that, Sebastian Romero's summary of what he said in English. cerebrales es una reproducción no controlada anormal de las de las neuronas si son tumores de neuronas y esa, esas neuronas que se reproducen son neuronas anormales mal funcionantes y por eso crean esos síntomas inherentes a los tumores es una reproducción el tumor es una reproducción anormal con una funcionalidad anormal de ese tejido que se ha reproducido la neurona normal no se reproduce nuevamente lo re, 
que te lo enfatizo normalmente. Brain tumors are an abnormal uncontrolled reproduction of neurons. Malfunctioning neurons create those symptoms inherent in tumors. The tumor is an abnormal reproduction of that tissue that has been reproduced. A normal neuron does not reproduce. Our last question was when do brain cells actually reproduce and what happens to these when they die? Again, here is his answer and Sebastián Romero's a translation or summary of what he said in English. Las células del cerebro, como dije anteriormente, no se reproducen, lo hacen y se forman en el periodo prenatal, durante la formación del embrión o del feto. Una vez se nacen, eh, se van puliendo en su funcionalidad, pero no se reproducen. Una célula muerta eh, quedó muerta, el tejido vecino a esa célula muerta ocupa su función, pero la célula muerta no se reproduce. En principio médico, las células muertas, una vez que uno ha nacido, no se reproducen. Brain cells, as I said before, do not reproduce. They are formed in the prenatal period, during the formation of the embryo or the fetus. Once they are born, they are polished in their functionality, but they do not reproduce. The neighboring tissue of a dead cell occupies its function, but the dead cell does not reproduce. The medical principle is that dead cells, once someone is born, do not reproduce. In this podcast, we learned that brain cells do not reproduce. They are formed in the prenatal period during the formation of the embryo or fetus. We also learned that different memories are stored in different parts of the brain, depending on their functionality. We also learned that brain tumors are an abnormal uncontrolled reproduction of brain cells. They can affect brain functions depending on their location. Ricardo Surek is a very known neurologist. He studied medicine in University of Haryana in Bogota, Colombia, went to US and specialized on neurology came back and was head chief of neurology center in Javeriana, Colombia University. Special thanks to Dr. Jess because it was a very good learning experience and thanks to Ricardo Dussurek because without his help we couldn't have done this project.